Well, hello and welcome to Watch What Crap It's the podcast for all that crap we just love to talk about on Yale Bravs. Hi, I'm Ronnie. Guess who I'm with? Dan, talented, gorgeous, sexy. He makes cakes. His name is Ben Mandelker. Hello, Ben. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Good. How are you doing, babe? Oh, I am amazing. I'm shamazing. Okay. Shamazing. We had a big episode of Salt Lake City last night. Whoa. Hope you didn't get shrubbed. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Watch What Crappens. Uh, this is Salt Lake City. We're on Crappens On Demand today. So we're on video. Big episode. Got to do it on video. Big. Okay. Um, couple quick things. Tonight is Take a Seat. That's our live show on the Green Room app by Spotify. Get the Green Room app. Follow at Ben Malvoker and at Ronnie Karam or at Take a Seat. One of those. You'll see us in the main room there. Um, Take a Seat starts at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. We talk about fun stuff. It's not a recap show. We just chill and talk, talk to you guys, whatever you guys want to talk about. Uh, so do that. Also, our live tickets are sale. Crappens Live starts again in January, New York City at, at Town Hall. And um, that's going to be our big Golden Crappies Awards show. So it's going to be super yep. fun. And then we're going to like 21 places. So go get all your tickets at watchwhatcrappens.com because we are probably coming to your town. Okay. Yeah. So get your we tickets. Have, we already have some guests who said that they're, they're going to be coming to the Crappies. So it's going to be exciting. Um, uh, also, uh, I had there was something else I thought I was going to announce. I guess you mentioned it all tickets and take a seat. Oh, and uh dwell hello is back by the way uh so i mean there's not really something to promote it's just something cool so so uh we do that on friday so if you're wondering what that episode was in your crap and speed it's because we're it's back season two of dwell hello yeah. is back so go you know if you like house hunters don't skip that episode yes and go get amy phillips book cook yeah it, it, throw it okay it's a cookbook it's really good we love amy amy's one of the kindest most supportive and most talented people doing this she really is. bravo stuff that we love to do so you know what look there's sparkle dogs okay it's one of the recipes so go yeah, go get I, her we love her so I, go support amy i was leaping through that cookbook and basically every recipe is a play on a bravo reference and some of them just some of those references are just like so perfect but some of them are so hilariously wedged in there like you know and like you know like it, i'm not making fun of it because you know they were like laughing as they like wedge in this pun and I was like laughing. I was like, this is so funny. This is so Amy. Um, she is the truly singer, one of the singer, best people. The singer, stinger, zipper. The pat, peach, cobbler. <laughs> yeah, there was one. Gosh, I wish I had written it down. That just like, I was like, this is such a stretch that it's perfect. I, I forget. It was so great. Well, what about of this course one? I didn't write Did down. you know $25,000 spaghetti? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. So oh, go God. get that. We love that lady. And today is Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Wow. You know, wow, it's going to be difficult, I think, going forward on Housewives if people aren't committing crimes because this is like the new yeah. true crime shit that everybody's so into. We finally got it on Bravo and it's like never ending. People just keep committing crimes. I know. This is like the new thing. Um, uh, this, And by the way, I also should mention that I was very lucky in case you didn't see Instagram. I was very lucky to meet Miss Meredith Marks herself in person here in Los Angeles because she had a trunk show. So I went How and presented. the trunk show, man? The trunk show. mock anyone's toddler. All right. And trunk show was wonderful. And Meredith 
listens to the podcast, it turns out, and she thinks it's very, very funny. So anyway, I'll talk more about that on Take a Seat, though, tonight, because we have a big episode to get into. So, um, yeah, I'll, there's, not, there's not really, you know, there's, it's not like there's like a huge amount of like tea to sip or just whatever. But the point is, uh, I'll talk about Meredith and my experience meeting her on Take a Seat tonight. Okay. Um, and also, Meredith, please don't listen to this because we will still make fun of you, okay? Probably yes. even worse now because now we have to prove that we still will make fun of you, even though Ben loves you now. <laughs> Sorry. Now we, have to, now we have to prove that we don't have a conflict of interest. And now we have to go harder to overcompensate <laughs> the fact Meredith, that, that time. slut. <laughs> Meredith that did all of this. Slut. This is Meredith is guilty. <laughs> anyway, on Real Housewives and a slut. Of, of Salt Lake City, this is what happened. Okay, so here we go. Uh, Jen has just run away from the scene of Beauty Lab or the Homeland Security and the FBI and the NYPD Blue and the fucking everybody was there. Every like couldn't even think of any Coast more guard. law enforcement play. <laughs> the yeah. Coast Guard, yeah, Animal Border Control, Patrol, <laughs> ICE was there. Like everybody was there. Okay, yeah, Everyone Animal Control. <laughs> Um, yes, uh, crossing guard. There was someone like, wait a second, children are crossing. Okay, go ahead, kids. Sting, go ahead. Sting was actually there just as a representative of the police. Yeah. So um, it's 9.33 in the morning in Salt Lake City. And so um, we sort of get like a like a very brief recap of, of everything we just saw, which is, you know, Heather getting on the bus and being like, well, yeah, Meredith's going to meet us there. You know, Mary just called. She's going to meet us up there. It's sort of the whole it's bail travel day. We're getting, our, you know, we've seen now at this point, like four different iterations of this. And I'm I'm still great. I, every time they show it, I'm so happy. <laughs> so they're on the bus and Lisa's like, I'm going to call Stu. I'm going to call him. And Heather's like, should I call Jen? And she goes, no, I don't think you should do that. And Heather's like, but guys. What if she's on the run, like getting a head start? And uh, Lisa, you got to love that Lisa Barlow, like Homeland Security has just descended on them. And Jen just went on the run. And Lisa is still finding a way to get fucking Vita Tequila in the scene. Okay. I know. She got her Vita Tequila right in front of the camera. <laughs> like, hey, no publicity is bad publicity, eh? Yeah, it's the perfect tequila for when you're being surrounded by a SWAT team. So, Guys, uh, I hope that Jen doesn't get Vita in prison. Okay. Well, she doesn't get prison. prison. So Whitney's on the phone with Justin. She's like, NYPD, police, SWAT, police, PD, NY, FD, police, FBI, they're hot, FBI, feds. The lady from Homeland just showed up and asked for Jen. She's such a good actress. I don't think that Sharif is in the hospital, so don't even bother going to the hospital, Justin. And Heather's like, wait, you think that she got the call, a tip-off call that this was happening and that's why she left? <laughs> Duh, yes. <laughs> Heather is not someone we need to have on any sort of police squad. <laughs> wait a second, there's a dead body with a knife in his chest and you're thinking murder? <laughs> Law and order, huh? This is like the new... <laughs> Law and Order Housewives, just nobody can figure anything out. Watching them froth this into something crazy as the episode goes on was cracking me up, all these detectives. So um, Heather's like, okay, well, I was going to call her, but she's not answering, so I'm going to message her instead. Um, And she's like, cops just showed up at Beauty Lab and said they want to make sure you're okay. They're in line to get their fat frozen. So run, bitch, run! (laughs) 
So now Lisa's starting to cry to her husband, and she's like, a SWAT team just showed up late for Jen. Like, Homeland Security. Like, I'm not kidding you, okay? I literally thought it was a prank, okay? And they had guns and badges. It was like, Anwar Pade Bleu. It was like, really hot, John. It was scary, John. Lisa's sobs were killing me because she's so fake. She was doing like the fake uh, coffee talk cry again. She's like, John! Yeah. They were you, John! Uh, so then uh, Heather's like, okay, I called and texted her. Heather, they're telling you not to call or text. I know. Like, what? Why do you not think that the cops are going to be like, uh, did you aid in a bed somebody running? <laughs> uh, so the Jenny's only one who like, has a good perspective on this is Jenny, who's like, um, do you really think she's going to answer? I mean, honestly, guys, <laughs> the cops just came for her. She's not going to answer. Stop texting. And Lisa's like, I can't. Oh, I can't. All right. I can't. Heather's like, yeah, I know. I'm feeling the same level of high grade anxiety. Oh, my God. You know, I mean, in front of Homeland Security, they're in front of my business. I mean, and <laughs> Heather is in her testimonial thing, diary room. She's in a red jumpsuit. And even her Givenchy or whatever she's wearing has to have church robes on it. Did you notice yeah. that? It's like a jumpsuit with like two church robe looking things coming down it. Yeah. And she's like, none of this makes sense. I'm still trying to process the fact that I think Sharif's going to die in the hospital. And then Jen had to leave to be with him. But now the feds were looking for her. This has to be a huge mistake. Um, whose house is she in in her diary room sessions? Have you um, noticed that? Her house? Does I not haven't noticed like that. House. I'm going to look. Her house I, has had some like moments where it's like, oh, that's – her house – I am constantly surprised by her house. Like a few weeks ago, I was surprised to see that her living room actually is like a two-story living room. And I, I went on record by uh, as saying that it never read as a two-story living room to me before. So I was a little shocked. So oh, we you know, remember. Is, we remember. This is part of the course. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to stand. That's a stance. That's a hot take that I have that I stand by. That her, her living room gives single-story energy. Yeah. Well, I don't so believe that this is her house in the picture behind her. It's weird. So she's like, well, listen, everybody, I asked them several times, and they said they just want to talk to her and make sure that she's okay. You know, like they're trying to protect her. They're not trying to get her. Yeah, when they took out their handcuffs, they said they just wanted a handcuff her and put her in a safe place to make sure she's okay. That's sort of standard. They said something about downtown was the safest place to go and that, like, maybe the the right thing to do would be to remain silent. I don't know. I didn't hear it all. Um, again, if anybody is confused as to what white privilege looks like, this is it. <laughs> I know. They just said, they just said they're trying to protect her. And then, I mean, this is crazy that Whitney has to be the voice of reason for about like a good half of this episode. She goes, that might be a tactic. <laughs> it's like, even Whitney figured it out. And Jenny's like, this has nothing to do with us. Who cares? There's no point in being stressed out. Let's just go on vacation. And Heather's like, I mean, yeah. but guilty by association. What is going on? Jenny so just then, wants to go on her first housewives vacation. She's like, um, hello. I have tried very hard to get onto this cast. Okay. Do not take away my vacation from me. So Jenny walks right up over and takes Jen's bag. She's like, whose bag is this? And Lisa's like, yeah, who's this at? She goes, oh, this is Jen's bag. She left this. And she's like, oh, my God, she had mint Milano's? I could use some of those. I could use yeah. some of those. So they just totally turn into vultures yeah. on this it on this bag of snacks. <laughs> They just like start raiding this Jen's bag of snacks, and Heather's like, "I mean, the woman just had to evade arrest. Don't be going through her 
her personal items. And Lisa, who a second ago was crying to her husband, like, I'm so scared. Like, Ooh, an oversized bag of lifesavers. Great. I love this. <laughs> and she's like, guys, come on. It's like, I don't think she's coming back for these. Okay. And Jenny's like, no, not these or the chocolate either. So they're like opening all of her packages. Yeah. By the way, who brings a giant bag of mint lifesavers as like a road trip snack? Thin people. Okay, thin people. That's what people who actually care about their weight bring to places, I've heard. So Heather's like, guys, this feels like we're pillaging her grave. And Lisa's like, I can afford to replace that. Okay. So then the van, then finally the van leaves to go off to Vale. And Heather, who's like, God, guys, let it, let the body cool, like, let the body warm up or whatever. Like, she just got out of it. This is so rude. And they're like, do you want a lollipop? Oh, well, yeah, I will take a lollipop, of course. Yes. 10 12 a.m every time they do one of these time things they're using like the final cut thing where it's like a cutout and then you can see a background behind the yeah. numbers and they're doing like the bzz, 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 and they're playing horror music but then yeah. every time they come out of these little clips it's like don't dun, 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 <laughs> meredith's at the vacation rental <laughs> i was very disappointed that they did not use like the 24 font like boop because that's what we really needed. We needed like some Jack Bauer in this episode. Yeah. Um, so then Lady is, I wrote Lady with Whitney Hair uh, Answers. Krista Weaving, Vice President of Marketing at QV. Hello. Lady with Whitney Hair Answers. That's who it is. Yes. Lady with Krista. Whitney Hair. Yeah. Krista Another Weaving. lady with Whitney hair. That's what we needed. Because there weren't enough ladies on the show with Whitney hair. Like every side character they they bring on has a little Whitney haircut. <laughs> It's true. And if someone said, okay, I'm going to tell you there's a person who exists in this world named Krista Weaving, and she's the VP of marketing for QV. This is exactly what I expect Krista Weaving, the VP of marketing for QV, to look like. <laughs> I also <laughs> like that Salt Lake City is still a little low budge. And when they get a free house rental, there's no confusing it. It's not like, hey, did they get this for free? Who paid for this? You know, that's always a question on these shows. Like, who's really paying? Not on this show. She's like, I'm Krista Weaving. <laughs> VP of marketing at Cuvée. Can I Cuvée your jacket for you, Cuvée? Let's explore Cuvée, shall we? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like they got this house. It's just right up on the street, right cheek by jowl with the other houses. Like it's very like, you know, Salt Lake City budget for them, <laughs> you know. Um so anyway, yeah, Krista Weaving, VP marketing of Cuvée brings her in and it's like, "Oh, can I take you this jacket for you?" <laughs> okay, I'm just going to put it in the Cuvée closet. All right, come sit on this Cuvée stool. I'm going to tell you this is a it's 10,000 square foot home with eight bedrooms and Cuvée in every corner, ladies. And Meredith is loving her solo scene. She's just walking through. She's in like a little pink mini dress. And she's yeah. like, oh, Cuvée. I don't <laughs> even see myself ever going on vacation without Cuvée in my hand again. <laughs> And there's Crystal. also Krista and a Crystal. So now Krista's yeah. like, and this is Crystal Wilson. She'll be your experience curator for the duration <laughs> of your stay. The experience, experience curator. curator. Get the fuck out of here. And does everybody, is it required that everybody on this show today has to have Christ in their name in some way? <laughs> it's happening. And Crystal's wearing a black fedora, which I would like to curate off of her head. And um, Crystal's like, well, we don't do a welcome without a glass of champagne. So I poured you a little extra cuvee, part of the Priv family of products. Okay, enjoy. I'm sorry, but I have to correct you there because this is a very important note. She actually says, we don't do a cuvee welcome. 
Okay, it's very oh. important you get the cuvee in there. Okay, cuvee I don't want to get this Sorry house to... taken away from production, Ben. <laughs> Sorry that I left out the branding on, on Crystal's uh, curated experience. <laughs> wow, he's having fun and real. <gasps> and then it's the numbers again. Thistle, and they're in Thistle, Thistle Utah, Utah, which I never had heard of, but like, of course, there's a place called Thistle in Utah. So, like, everything's, like, just so right on the mark this episode. Like, they get everything right. Like, the town names, like, the people, you know, everything. It's like, yes, there is a thistle in Utah. So, um, uh, Heather is like, let me see if Jen texted me back. <laughs> Heather, what part of, like, SWAT team descending on Jen Shaw indicates that you'll ever get a text back from Jen today? <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> kidding. holding on to this? I'm just, like, at everyone, this point... If I didn't have the news, I mean, I'm just like a cynical person. I don't believe in positive thinking, you know. And if this had happened to you, like if this, if we were on a bus and the SWAT team came and took you away, I would just imagine that you're in like the hole that they found Saddam Hussein in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I would not think I would ever see you again. I'd be like, bye, Ben. I'd be like calling Matt. <laughs> Big Matt, you said do you like remember Watch What Crappens? <laughs> <laughs> Quickly replaced. Um, <laughs> I just, I just like that when Heather was like, "Let me see if Jen texted back." Literally, everyone in the limo, like even the drivers, like she's not gonna text you back. Heather, have a lollipop. And Lisa's like, "There's no way that they're not checking your texts and stuff." She's like, "Oh my god, throw my phone out the window!" And they're all kind of laughing. And Lisa's like, I mean, you know what was so weird about it? She was so slow. She was just so slow about it. And Heather's like, I agree. I mean, I if I got a call that said Homeland Security's coming for you, I would hang up and leave. Okay? She Heather, didn't have a car, you guys. And all, you, also, you guys were holding her back the entire yeah. time. Heather, you asked her for like 10 different hugs. <laughs> like, she was trying to get out of there. She was like, she's like, how many times do I have to say that Sharif has internal bleeding before you let me go? And you were like, come, hey, Go into the bus and hug, say hi bye to everyone. Go over here and say goodbye. Let me hug you one more time. She was trying to get out of there. I know you got to go, but you really need to do one round of Truth or Dare Jenga. Okay? We're all doing <laughs> it on Bravo this week. And then Lisa goes, how did they even know she was going to be here today? Like, how would they know? It's like, hmm, it's almost as if there's a production involving about 50 to 75 people who are following Jen's every moves and reporting back. To a larger network in New York about what she's doing. I wonder how any how any Fed could ever find out where Jen Shaw is. Also, have you guys ever learned what your iPhone does exactly? I know. Hello. <laughs> they find terrorists. Okay. Surely they could find a party van with disco lights filled with a pack of rubber face knockoff Chanel addicts. Okay. <laughs> you guys are like a, a little disco ball on the freeway. I'm blaming Mark and Aubrey. So Whitney is <laughs> Marco. Marco. Marco Cuvay. His name Cuvay. is Marco Cuvay Aubrey. Okay. Wait, what, but yeah, or Giuseppe, by the way. So Whitney, yeah. uh, Whitney is like, if they've been looking for her, they're gonna find her, just the way I always find the stripper pole in my basement, cause I have a stripper pole in my basement. <laughs> Heather's like, yeah, how would they know? Yeah, how would they even know? I love that they're detectives. They're like <laughs> the worst detective. So Whitney's like, um, I think someone told them. It's like, don't, don't, don't. Wait, so you mean that somebody, someone local, but like somebody. So then she tells us, other than our families, there were seven people that knew we were going to be at Beauty Lab to die. I can't imagine that anyone here would turn John in. This looks really sus. 
like it was probably the person whose parking spot that bus took over <laughs> to do this. Be like, fuck this. I'm calling the feds. Jen Shaw's on that bus and she robbed me. <laughs> right. It's just the person who works at Little Caesars in the strip mall. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. So Heather says, can we just all breathe a sigh of relief that Sharif doesn't have internal bleeding after all? Well, I never believed that. I never believed that he had that. And she's like, what do you mean? She goes, nobody acts like that, okay? Nobody says, I'm coming back. I mean, if my husband had that, I'd be like a mess, like calling Taco Bell customer service and demanding to know if they changed their recipes to the gordita taco shell or something, okay? Because I'm pragmatic and I want to find out why he's bleeding internally. Jenny? Do you know? Do you know? Do you know that when they got rid of the little chihuahua at Taco Bell, I literally ran out of the party I was at and cried for five days. Okay, I take things very seriously. Jenny, mm. what are you what thinking, are you thinking? And she's like, well, I mean, they might have a warrant to look for her, and they just came here. I mean, if they don't have a warrant, they can't just go hunt her down like that. <laughs> she's like <laughs> popping a jiffy a jiffy pop under a lighter. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> they're like, so Homeland Security could have just like, cuffed her and taken her and lisa goes heather why do you think they were there she's like i thought like it was gonna be a really good day for beauty lab <laughs> i thought just like lots of injections today yeah she said finally i thought that my goal of having law enforcement look thir- no not a day over 30 was actually coming true forgive me for living Okay. Yeah. Uh, she's like, I watch as much CSI as everybody, but this has never happened to me. I mean, the NYPD, and you really seem confident on what's happening, but I don't even understand what jurisdiction Homeland Security is. I mean, like they have guns? <laughs> she's like, yeah, I watch a lot of CSI, which is why I was surprised <laughs> they didn't have plumped up lips. I was like, hello, get in Beauty Lab. It all made sense to me why they were there. Yeah. So Whitney's, Whitney's like, like, Homeland Security, if you don't pay for Showtime, you can't watch it or you go to jail. No, the actual <laughs> the people with the guns. Um, Lisa's like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. My phone's ringing. Hello? No, she's not with us. She just left. You know what? And I just talked to Tony C and Ryan, and they all said, do not talk to law enforcement without lawyers present. No, not that we did anything wrong, but because what, what could you, it could be a minor or major. What does she do? Minor or major? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think Meredith might know something. Hold on, are the cameras are the cameras not looking at me? I think Meredith I know something. <laughs> and everyone's I'm just dead. looking at her like, we can hear you, bitch. Yeah, we can hear you. She goes, I'm dead sorry, because of some other stuff. So then Jenny is like, NYPD, like, why were there New York cops? I don't get that. And I also really don't care. Can we just get to the vacation so we can get to a fight and I can get my next season? So Whitney's like, uh, she's like, New York was her headquarters, right? So that makes sense why the NYPD were there. Because, hey, Lisa, you've been the closest to her the last two months. What the hell is going on? Are you, are you, you're, you're going to jail too? She's like, ah, no, I, I won't ever talk to her about business. She's not bothering us about it. So I don't even know what her business is. I don't even know who Jen Shaw is. I don't know Jen Shaw. I'm not guilty. <laughs> And Heather's like, I had a podcast with her for about an hour about business, and I still don't get it. And Whitney's like, here's what she does. She buys people's information, 
and she sells it. That is called lead information. She sells leads. And then she tells us the entire way that people do online marketing is through legal lead generation. And that's when you opt in on a website and opt out of your data being used. I was always curious because of the lifestyle she has and the way she lives her life doesn't add up really marketers these. Oh, God, I almost got through that. Can we start <laughs> over again? The entire way people do online marketing, it just cuts away. So Lisa's like, so do you know something? So now Lisa thinks that Whitney might know something because Whitney know, is like a little bit too informed on this whole thing. And she goes, I don't, I don't know anything, but I've had a lot of questions around like Jen's lifestyle. It intrigues me where she gets all of her money and all of her non-stripper pole things from. It's almost like she has a lot of people downstream from her. What does that mean, Whitney? Whitney knows all this because her ass is an MLM lady. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah. So she, her, her Iris and Bo thing was an MLM, and then she came out with this Whitney Rose thing because she was getting in a lot of trouble with viewers. I don't know actual uh, law enforcement or anything like that. But people were calling her out on her MLM stuff, so she started Whitney Rose to have like a real thing. But Justin apparently is a big MLM guy. Um, oh. And his company was being uh, sued a couple of years ago. Mm. But then I got lazy and stopped reading my links. But it's interesting because yeah. Whitney suddenly seems to have all this knowledge. It's like, what? And that's why. So Whit Whitney's a, an MLM lady, which yeah. I guess makes sense. When this show was coming out, I thought they were all going to be MLM ladies because that's what we've heard about Utah. Yeah. I mean, that's what we've seen in like, you know, the Lula, Lula Rich documentary, etc. Right. So right. Whitney's like. Throwing down an $80,000 birthday party for Meredith around the party bus on the way to Justin's birthday. Throwing 10, 100, uh, um, uh, wait, from the top. Uh, or on the party bus on the way to Justin's birthday, throwing out $100 bills. How does she get her money? Which, to be fair, could be asked for about like everyone on this Everybody. <laughs> Literally everybody. And Whitney's like, our friend is in a lot of trouble, it seems. I hope she is okay. And Jenny's like, five more hours to go. Fuck. <laughs> have me another mint lifesaver because that's all that we have in that fucking snack bag. And then we go from doop, doo 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 so that Whitney, <laughs> why is this? Why is this a horror music scene? Well, I mean, to be fair, a lot of horrific things happen at rest stops. So Whitney goes to Heather and she goes, "Lisa's acting guilty of something." And Heather goes, "If she knows stuff, that means she's implicated." They're just all pointing fingers now, like they are falling apart already. And Whitney's like, "She's called all of her attorneys." And then we get a flashback montage of Lisa with all her attorneys. She's like, "All of my attorneys are like calling me back right now." Yeah, we have six on payroll. Hi. Hey, Ryan, what's going on? Hi, why would Homeland Security show up like that? Yes, I totally agree. What Angie's doing to me is terrible. Hi, Marco. Hi, Aubrey. Thanks for being my lawyers today. Hi. Hi, Frederico. I'm literally shook. I'm literally shocked. You know what? Oh, hold on. Hold on. Jeffrey's on the other line. Jeffrey, hi, Jeffrey. I'm literally terrified. Wait, hold on. I've got another lawyer calling. <laughs> Jesus Christ, lady. She's got a clown car of lawyers over there. <laughs> I know. So Whitney says, she keeps saying someone tipped them off? Like, someone tipped them off? And then Heather says, do you think she tipped them off? And Whitney says, well, she keeps saying someone told her she was there. 
she's behaving odd. <laughs> it's so funny that they automatically start blaming the ones you think. Heather and Whitney are automatically like, Lisa's guilty. Lisa's done something. <laughs> and Lisa's like, well, Whitney knows a lot about this business. It's probably Whitney. So right. Good. So yeah. now we're in Price, Utah. <laughs> 30 minutes and later. Yeah, it's very dramatic. But Heather's like eating a chip. And Lisa's like, today's a lot. You guys, do you think she's going to show up? And Heather's like, oh my God, I hope to holy, holy she shows up. And this is just a paperwork issue. Yeah. And I hope that she shows up and she posts bail or whatever happens. And she knows what's up. Lisa probably knows more because she turned her in. Right, Lisa? Huh? Hey, how does that all work? Well, I mean, I don't know because they didn't say anything was happening. I mean, they did not say anything was happening. So Jen then just like turns it on Lisa and, and is like, oh, no, she just says, so uh, who is the closest who can just like share all of this? Like who, who who's close and can just like basically spill it, spill the spill the tea. And of course, Whitney's like, Lisa, but apparently none of us know. Right, Lisa? And Lisa's like, well, Stuart is her best friend, but like he didn't know she was going to be there today, right? And Whitney's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. What, Whitney? Thank you. I was just waiting for someone to say what when I was saying, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Whitney, just read it. I'm looking on my telephone. Ooh, it's... we have a curated experience from Cuvée waiting us. Oh, wait, there's something else. <laughs> this is an article from Cuvée Online. Um, <laughs> Real Housewives star charged in massive fraud and money laundering scheme. What is laundering? No, 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 um so they're all they're all shocked again they're all so shocked and poor things i mean for the rest of this six hour ride and then the rest of the episode and probably the rest of the season the producers are just like so you guys should talk about jen being arrested (laughs) because then it's like 10 hours later and they're like you guys do you think that Jen has toothbrushes in jail? <laughs> oh my God! I hope so. No, no. God, I love it. By the way, they these women are so lucky. What a gift to be given before a six-hour drive, just like the juiciest gossip of all time in your group. Like they were gonna be playing license plate bingo or whatever, and now they get to spend the entire ride getting like little drips and drabs of juicy ass information like that is how you make a road trip go by okay yeah get somebody arrested so then lisa's like she reads about stew and she's like oh my god stew i feel so bad honestly i feel so bad right now i feel so bad right now Ah! And oh, then God. she just kind of stops. <laughs> yeah. Lisa, Lisa never really commits. She's just like, you got that right. Did you get that? All right, cut and print. I'm going back to the lifesavers. <laughs> so now they're like crying. Like, I feel so bad for Stu and the family. Oh, my God. And so Heather's like, she's devastated because she's just thinking about the families. And she's like, this is going to take off like wildfire. So now Heather is sobbing. Um, also because they may have run out of chips. And Jenny is like... It's kind um, of a competition, right? Because Heather's like, oh my God. And Lisa's like, oh my God. She's like, but oh my God. But oh my God. Okay, you're both you're both fake you're crying. Both sad. Okay, we get it. 
And Jenny's like, um, I don't have a text, so I don't know what's going on, which is her way of being like, could someone like, gosh, I know I'm just barely a cast member right now, but please, someone give me a text for crying out loud. Lisa's like faux sobbing, like, I feel so bad for her family. And the music stops and Jenny's just slurping her drink like bored as hell. <laughs> She's been and arrested. Look at my tears. Look at them. I feel so bad. Look at tears coming down. Whitney's like, come here. Get some hugs from me. I'm sorry. My breath smells like buffalo chips. <laughs> yeah, because then there's like this moment where like, Heather starts crying on Whitney's bosom. <laughs> and so then Lisa's like, I want to cry on someone's bosom too. <laughs> so they both like come in and Whitney is like the the mother hen gathering both of them crying on her bosoms. <laughs> just just there. And so um Lisa's like Lisa's like, We should we should go. We should be back there. We should be back there. And Whitney's like, What can we do? She's in custody. She's been arrested. Ah bigger sob. Ah, and um, Jenny's like, oh, my God, you guys, you you won't even be able to talk to her. God, Jesus. So then a shot, Heather's like sobbing right next to a shot of Would You Rather game book. Okay, <laughs> so Jen's arrest saved us from that game because that would have yeah. been a fucking horrible episode. So Whitney is like, her life didn't make sense to me. Like how much money she had and the stuff she bought. But I didn't think this. I just figured she had a sugar daddy or something. That's it. And then it's like clown music as Heather sobbing. And then Whitney tells us, I mean, I had a sugar daddy. <laughs> yeah. And so Jenny is like, so does her husband know this? He's not named and therefore he's not involved. And Lisa goes, I'm literally sick. And I don't know if it's because I just ate 45 mint lifesavers, but I'm literally sick right now. And they're asking what is, what's going to happen to her kids. Is she going to go to jail? And Whitney's like, oh, yeah, she is going to prison. <laughs> um, and then Lisa is, like, gasping at her phone. She goes, oh, my God. She's facing up to 30 years in prison. I mean, that's, like, one of my lifetimes. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. The McRib is back, guys. That's also pretty big news. <laughs> So Jenny's like, oh my God, everybody calm down. It's just an article. No one's saying she's guilty or not guilty. Who knows? Just shut up already. And Whitney's like, it is pouring in now. This is from Department of Justice. Justice. They profited by targeting and directing co-conspirators to defraud them. And then Heather's like, I feel gut punched. I mean, I knew her businesses were high pressure in sales and, and, you know, at all costs kind of business. I just, I didn't know it was illegal. I just thought it was unsavory. Like I was just being judgy about it, but I didn't realize I could have a whole other level of judginess about it. And Whitney's like, they built their wealth at the expense of vulnerable, often elder, elderly people. You're not <laughs> supposed to screw all of the elderly people. You're just supposed to find one who owns a decent sized business and marry him. <laughs> and Jenny's like, why would she take advantage of the elderly? Jenny, come on. You know how fraud works. So Whitney's like, okay, let me explain. When you buy data, you can select what demographic you want. So they would select vulnerable people and people who have disabilities and people who are elderly and elderly people with disabilities and elderly smelly people and people who may not be in the right state of mind. Okay, Lisa, for you, it's like you go to McDonald's and you can get the number one or the number two or the number three meal. It's like that with data. And that's how it works. And Jenny's like, are you saying fixed income? She's like, gross. 
Okay, so yes. Yes. <laughs> People don't have the best decision making when they're old. And Jenny's like, so you're saying vulnerable. I don't know. Vulnerable. <laughs> like they're easy to get. Yes. So you get them on a subscription and you charge them and then they can't get off of it. Like elderly people don't understand subscriptions. Yeah. And so Jenny is like, Whitney knows so much about Jen's business. It's like, how did you get all the information? Are you studying this? I think it's weird. It's like general business knowledge. Okay. It's like general knowledge. I think most of us understand what, what that is. And now that Whitney does is kind of surprising, um, which is why I Googled MLM. I Googled Whitney Rose MLM. So Lisa's like, I feel devastated ah! Ah! for her kids. Ah! And her husband, I hope that Sharif doesn't have these implications. And Jenny's like, well, they're going to raid her house. I'll tell you that. They're going to raid everything. <laughs> I know one thing they're not going to get. Lifesavers. So then... Uh, <laughs> Jen's house. <laughs> yeah, Jen's house, Park City. The cops are all there. We see like ring cam footage. Of course, it's so funny that, that Jen Shaw gave over the ring, ring cam footage. So the cops well, are at the door. Well, it might have been her landlord. I'm wondering oh, how that true. works. Like if they have to sign over all the rights to that kind of stuff. I'm wondering. But it's really sad. I don't know that they should have shown this. I mean... I don't want to see her kids getting fucking walked out so, of that. That's that so, so sad. Because those officers had like a full, there's one guy who had a full on machine gun and it was up. Yeah. It was It was like, not like officers knocking. That was a machine gun. And those poor kids, because it looked like it was the kids or maybe the cousin who yeah. were pulled out. And that that's must have been cool. absolutely terrifying. I mean, terrifying. their friends are going to see that, you know, that's not cool. So then, um... A lady but, cop's like, we're executing a warrant on this residence, and if you need more information, because one of the producers is like, hi, I'm with the crew filming Jen Shaw. What's going on? And she's <laughs> like, we're executing a warrant, uh, but you can reach out to Mr. Shaw if you have any questions. He's like, thanks for your help. And she's like, no problem. Like, God, Homeland no Security is so rough sweet. Teenagers. <laughs> yeah. So then um, back, to the, back to the van. <laughs> 236 veil and um, Lisa's like do Lisa do Mary and Meredith know you guys Meredith is at the house I just want to call Meredith so now it's veil and Meredith is uh she's like hanging up her big coat and she's just like walking around like wow I'm really enjoying this cuvee experience that Crystal curated for me and I'm sure nothing else is going on in the world whatsoever so Meredith so then uh, Lisa calls up. She's like, hi, I'm in an unexpected cheery mood for the first time ever. That's not suspicious at all. How are you? I'm so good. I cannot wait for each and every one of you to be here. And I met, when I say each and every one of you, I met every single member of our cast who surely will be arriving. Oh my God, have you watched the news? Have you been checking your messages? She's like, I haven't been on the phone. I was rushing to get, get situated. I met about nine people with Christ in their name. And next thing you know, I'm half drunk on Cuvée, whatever the fuck that is. I'm sorry I was busy because Krista Weaving keeps showing me her Pinterest. <laughs> so it's, bad. Like, it's bad. It's bad. 
Uh, she's like, you know what? Jen's not with us. And when she left, the Homeland Security, the NYPD, and Heather's like, the whole SWAT team showed up at Beauty Lab. And she's like, why? Well, I mean, I suspected that was going to happen. She's so cavalier about it. I mean, let's be honest. We all know that Brooks texted Meredith right away. If, if Meredith did not, like, was not involved in this, you know that Brooks, the moment it broke, was like, oh, my God, mother, guess what? That bitch, Jen Shaw, yeah, she's going to slut jail, and this time it's for real. Oh, my God. Now, that's somebody's kid's ring footage that I could handle right about now. Because, you know, Brooks was just <laughs> out on the on the porch in the front yard like, hi, bitch. You won't believe what just fucking happened. Also, you know that if, if Brooks were in Jen Shaw's house and he was kicked out by Homeland Security, he'd be like, Ew, you can kick me out, but like, don't be so frumpy when you do it. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, they're telling her what's going on. She says she's not surprised, and then there's silence. Everyone's shocked that she said that. And yeah. Jenny's like, "Why not? Did you know something?" She's like, "Listen, too many things just didn't." And I suspected something was going on for a while. And now it's validated that I'm not crazy. Bloop, bloop, putting my parking ticket in the machine. And sure enough, bloop, bloop, just came back out validated. <laughs> yeah, Meredith is shockingly un, you know, unruffled by this news. Like, even someone who hates Jen Shaw would be like, oh, my God, that's crazy. But she's like, wow. You know, I've had a lot of open question marks with Jen. I don't know what an open question mark is, but I have a lot of them. <laughs> and it's beyond comprehension. Is it beyond comprehension that this would happen? No. Okay. To hear that somebody in your social circle has been arrested with multiple authorities descending on a beauty lamp parking lot. Yeah. That's shocking. <laughs> Lisa's so jealous this didn't happen in front of the Vita Tequila factory. She's like, damn <laughs> it. Uh, so yeah Meredith does her <laughs> laugh and Lisa's like you know what I feel like we don't know her and she's like yeah you know I feel that you guys really don't I feel like I really did and no one really wanted to listen to me or believe me but that's okay <laughs> and that's the bottom line anyway I love you guys, and I can't wait for you to be here. And the good news is that while everyone else, everything else is falling apart around us, we do have a beautiful house. Love you guys. See you soon. Mwah. Wow. It's like, wow. So Jen Shaw just got, like, uh, arrested and might be going away for 30 years. But you got a beautiful house, guys. <laughs> so then Lisa's like, wait a minute. That sounds like she knows more than the rest of us. And she tells us, I don't know if she knows more than us, but like, it's odd that she doesn't sound biased. Like, even if you don't know Jen, or even if you don't like her, you would think that there would be a bigger reaction. I'm just like shocked. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I'm and when shocked he's like, that Meredith isn't shocked. And when he's wait, like, wait, wait, everybody. Wait, I have an update. The judge set these conditions. One, commit no federal offense on release. That's Does that condition. mean that she has been released? <laughs> that is the funniest condition. Okay, while you're out, don't commit another federal offense. <laughs> it's like, oh, shoot, I was going to do that. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. So then we go over to Salt Lake City at 316. 316. And 
Jen emerges from the courthouse. We just hear reporters saying, you're accused of defrauding elderly people. Anything to say about that? And then another one's saying, have you had any contact with your assistant? And then another one, what do you say to all your fans, baby? It's just, no, it's just, it's just Jen. It's, it's Jen just from New Jersey. Jen. Uh... <laughs> So then back to the girls, Jenny's like, oh my God, you guys, you also have to look at, is there tax evasion here? And Heather's like, I mean, you are fraudulently selling services with their cards. So was that in the original information? Uh, I don't know, but they were talking about wire. Yeah, I'm not sure. But Whitney... uh, Because how does she know that? You're fraudulently selling them services with their card. I don't know. Now I'm well, now no, no, that I'm was, the terrible. Oh wait, no, detective. that was no, that was coming out. That was in the initial articles. That was like the, the charge, right? Because the whole thing is she was selling leads to these guys, and the guys would then just sell these services. So then Whitney is like the laundering. I wonder what company it went through. Where are they washing all that money? And so Heather goes, Yeah, I've learned from watching Ozark that there's a couple of ways you can launder money. Okay, like construction's a big dark hole. Yeah. <laughs> And and strip and strip joints and Jenny's like nail salons and then Whitney's like laundromats. It basically turns into Family Feud. <laughs> yeah, and Lisa's like, yeah, remember she had a mask company. She had a mask company. And Heather's like, yes, Shaw Squad merch. That is not a cash business. That is like Cafe Press or something. You know? <laughs> it all Whitney's, makes sense. It and Whitney's all like makes slapping sense. her knees, going, "Oh my God, we've got it, guys." <laughs> <laughs> and then Whitney goes, that's why she always starts companies. You dump cash into one company to get expenses for cash on your taxes. Which, again, you would know. Wow, yeah. I would love for them to dive into Justin next. Yeah, so Lisa goes, here we go again. Whitney thinks it's Nancy Drow, but it's like Jen is not in the library with the lead list, okay? But I do want to be in the lounge with a bottle of Vita. Oh, God. Thank God, I was afraid to get the whole episode without mentioning Vita Tequila. But I wedged it in in a random line with a random reference to Nancy Drew and a reference to Clue. Uh. So you can dump a million dollars into a startup with zero profit for up to five years. And Jenny goes, because it's capital. And Whitney's like, I get it now. <laughs> got it all figured out now and lisa's like i don't know if that's it and so lisa tells us she doesn't know what's going on but there's a lot and how does whitney know so much about washing money and running a fraudulent business that's a little strange and then whitney goes i think it's in the bible that money is the uh it's uh, the evil's this evil's got roots a guy has to go to the salon to get the roots done because of evil money money has roots Money, money has makes bad you hair. older. Yeah, money makes you older and then you get roots. Um, that's the Bible, right? And Lisa's like, yeah, it's in the Bible. Listen, it's easier for a rich man to get a camel through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to give a man a ride to heaven on a camel. It's, it's easier to get McDonald's to serve breakfast after 1030 than it is for a rich man to go to heaven. You know what the Bible says? If there's not a Taco Bell in heaven, I'm not riding a camel there. And that's the truth. It's easier to get Angie to admit that she lied about me and catering than for Richmond to go to heaven. Amen. Heather. Heather just screams amen in the back. <laughs> so then. <laughs> Veil. And Mary arrives. And she's such a snob. She's like carrying. She has the driver following her around with one tiny little bag. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like a shoulder bag, you know? And so she comes in and she's like, hello, I'm, I'm coming in. I'm coming. Uh, 
thank you, driver, person, and uh, shuts the door. No tip. <laughs> it's like, okay. Mary, Mary. Just hear Meredith's voice in the distance. Mary's like, uh, mm, hello, 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 Mary, hello, Meredith, Mer- Mer- Meredith. Meredith, she's like looking Meredith? up at the ceiling. She's looking under couch cushions. Like, Meredith, <laughs> Meredith, Meredith. I'm in the fly. Take the flying stairs down, and I'm in the back, the back, the back, the back. So <laughs> she's like, Mary is like searching through the house. She finally gets to her, and Meredith is just like in a hot tub taking a bubble bath. Probably, she probably had been in that bubble bath for like 25 minutes, waiting for Mary to walk in, waiting so. to do her big scene, like her big "I don't give a fuck" scene in the bubble bath. So funny. <laughs> yeah. So Mary's like, "Um, you're in the bathtub. I mean, for me, proper etiquette would be adequate to greet people. <laughs> adequate. Yeah. Yeah. She Is that what adequate. I said? No, no. Oh, I, I said I said it right. You said it right. <laughs> And equipped to greet people. You need to be dressed with some food on the table. Okay. It is a little odd if you're taking bubble baths and then like invite Mary to come back there while you're bubble bathing away, you know? So Meredith is like, do you know what's been going on? And Mary's like, my heart is broken because Meredith just has not called me back. That's what we're talking about, right? (laughs) She goes, I just found out, I mean, half an hour. When I got here, I just found out right now. And she says that when she first heard about it, it was from Robert Sr. And I didn't believe him. But then I saw it out on the news, and then I knew this is real. And Meredith is like, well, I got a phone call from Lisa. And she said that Jen received a call that Sharif was in the hospital. And because Meredith is doing her, like, nodding thing, like, her, she's doing the head, the head thing, she keeps on, like, her head basically has bopped its way into the water. So now when she's talking, she has, like, a, a soap sud beard. <laughs> so she's talking with, like, this little beard, little white, like, Papa Smurf beard. And, she, and she's, like, and, and, and she's, like, whoever was on the other end of that phone call took Jen off. And within minutes, the FBI, Homeland Security, and a full SWAT team came to arrest her. <laughs> and Shut so... That front door. Shut that front door. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so she's like, hold on, hold on. Wait for me to digest. <laughs> Are you pooping in your pants? Because that's what it looks like you're doing right now. She's like, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> wow. Wow. I mean, uh, I'm speechless. I mean, why did we not have an inkling? She goes, You didn't, I mean, come on. She goes, Meredith, she goes, I was not surprised whatsoever. And Meredith's like, Well, I'm blown away. And Meredith says, You know, Meredith, Meredith and I both had the same experience with Jen, which is that she, which was not good. But, you know, when she goes down, I, I get filled with compassion because. And I don't know how Meredith doesn't. Like Mary, the queen of compassion on this show. <laughs> like, no kidding. And then that disappears, first of all, in five minutes. But yes. also, you're also worried that your ass is going to go down. I mean, what's the difference in what you're doing as far as vulnerable old people go? Which we'll find out as the, um, as as, the season progresses. But also, yeah, you're, you're feeling for her because you're seeing yourself yeah. in those goddamn handcuffs. Well, yeah. also, I think like for one moment she has like the awareness to know that this is a grave situation and that as like a as a faith leader, she should be filled with compassion. But then once like she stops becoming aware of the moment, <laughs> then her true colors come out again. Also, what's funny is like over the course of this scene, clearly the suds in Meredith's bath start to just sort of go away and it just becomes like a clear bath again because Meredith then like 
huddles up against the side of the tub to sort of like cover up and hide like her body from the cameras. So it's just like her like eyeballs over the side, <laughs> over the side of the bathtub being like, yeah. And another thing, another thing is that this is, it's pretty bad, Mary. She's <laughs> got like a little snorkel thing on. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> just terrible what's going on. She's just doing hand puppets. She's doing hand puppets from above the, the bathtub rim. By the end, it's just like a finger's jaw going around the top. It's like, Mary. A finger's she's jaw. She's in trouble. There's a big shack in the tub, Mary. <laughs> I have bigger fish to fry and swimming inside this tub with me at this moment. So Mary's like, well, this means that she's been watched for a long time, right? She goes, oh, this has been going on for months, maybe more than a year. And she's like, maybe multiple years, because the FBI doesn't just, like, get involved. I mean, unless there's facts. She goes, unless there was an insider that gave this information. <laughs> Hold on, I've got a snork that I've got to say hi to down here. One second. <laughs> um, by the way, you know they're going to replay that clip of Mary saying the FBI doesn't get involved unless there's facts when FBI inevitably gets involved with her congregation and then she says, this is all <laughs> lies, right? Yeah. So then Mary's like, but what does she do? And she's like, well, the bottom line, my thing today is saying the bottom line. I just love <laughs> saying it. Really, it is. And the bottom line is, she shot, you know, she's in for fraud, and that's what it boils down to. And money laundering, bottom line. That's what it boils down to at the bottom line at the end of the day, okay? <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm boiling things down on the bottom line, all right? So, listen, oh. I've been traumatized and terrorized, and if you're hoping for a third word in this train, you're not going to get it, okay? Mm. Just traumatized and terrorized is all you get, okay? I have been traumatized and terrorized. Me, my family, my business, the lies, the fries, the sadness for almost <laughs> two years by this woman. And I just waited quietly because I don't point my fingers, only my shoulder pads, when I don't have the facts. And you know what? This now suddenly adds up. And did I, do I still say she may be innocent? Sure. It's possible. Do I believe it? You'll have to come under the water with me to find out the answer. Excuse me. You'll get the answer at the bottom line. Veil <laughs> oh. <laughs> 456. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Meredith is like, I think all the women are here soon. I'm going to get out of the tub. She goes, okay, yeah, get out of the tub. She goes, you need to pick a room before someone steals it from underneath you. And, um, before someone gen shows it, if you know what I'm saying, open question mark. And instead of getting out of the bath, Mary leaves and she just pours more bubbles in there. She's like, I like this scene. In case this bathtub scene with Mary doesn't make it into the car, <laughs> I'm going to do a group scene in the bathtub yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. Meredith is going to look like a giant raisin when she gets out of that, that thing. I know. So, um, uh, so Lisa's back in the van. They're like, oh, yeah. Guess what? I forgot. We have more more storyline to talk through. Hey, Whitney, how are things with you and Mari, huh? And Whitney's like, oh, well, oh, Jenny, you weren't there. So, yeah, Mary just, like, was really mean to me. And, like, is that how you treat a friend? Is that how you do that? 
Yeah, she had a cooking class, and I was driving in the car with my children, so I couldn't answer it. And now Mary's mad at me because I didn't answer her FaceTime. And then we just get a clip of, I was driving carpool with my children. <laughs> Finger voice down, little girl. Little girl. And she's like, well, my children could have been killed on FaceTime. (laughs) And Jenny's like, well, now you know why I have conflict, because I don't even know her. And she was telling me what to do. Like, oh, Jenny, this is not the time for your don't tell me what to do. Okay, nobody (laughs) cares, Jenny. Okay, it's like the dumbest thing ever. Don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me what to do. You're not my mother. Jenny's story. It's very tenuous. And so Heather's like, are you nervous about the trip? She goes, oh, no, I'm not nervous about anything. I, I'm, I'm very confrontational. And then Lisa says, well, go into it and be open-minded because I think you love tubing kind of okay-ish, right? She's like, no, no, no. We were not okay. If we were okay, I would have been you know, at her thing and we would have talked. Yeah. And um, Lisa's like, well, you know what? Not necessarily because not everyone is invited to everything. Just keep that in mind, Weather. And Heather cracks up. And Lisa's like, but also, like, you guys too, like, you're not there in your fun shop. So I see, you got to see how it goes with your fun shop because people need a kind of Like, wait, there's my lawyer, Ryan, calling. Oh, shoot, Taco Bell's lawyer is FaceTiming me. Which one do I speak to? (laughs) Hold on. This might be Angie calling to say she lied about Marco and Aubrey. Hold on one second. Hi, Angie. Oh, oh, Social Security Administration? Hey, that sounds like Jen Shaw. Wait, where'd you go? So um, they get to the house and they go in. And um, of course, Meredith is in the bath, feeling it more. And Heather's like, hey, it's the feds. <laughs> yeah. And Meredith's like, <laughs> so Heather's like, she's like, like, oh my God, I thought Meredith would be like glued to the, like her phone or to the TV, but she's just in a bubble bath, you know? Yeah. And uh, Meredith is like, well, this is your room, Heather. And she goes, you're taking a bath in my room. Uh. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, and then, so, and then like, okay, well, ladies, pick out a room and. Just in case you didn't remember, we have an extra room now that Jen Shaw's here. I mean, we, I like to think that we're in a big house, but I think one could say that Jen's in a bigger house right now. If you catch my drift. <laughs> oh, so everybody does goes to look for the rooms and all of that. And um, Heather loves Chevron Tile. That's a big moment. <laughs> and then. 6 11 p.m. And Lisa, they're all calling their husband. So Lisa's like, You know, when Lisa said, you know, when, when uh, Jen said that Sharif had internal bleeding, I would have been freaking out, John. And he goes, Oh, about that. I texted him right after you called me. She goes, Oh my God, did he get back to you? He goes, No. Great story, John. Yeah, great okay, story, great John. story. I could have been on the phone with one of the lawyers. Okay, John, what a waste. <laughs> I know. Way to go, John. You really came in. You really had your moment there. So now Mary's talking to Robert Sr. And she's like, I mean, why would the SWAT team be out there? And he goes, well, the only time the SWAT team is out there is because someone has weapons, which I'm not sure is necessarily true. Mary goes, Homeland Homeland Security too? He goes, well, anything that has to do with the security of the United States, that's what they're there for. I'm like, I feel like he, he just speaks out of his ass, right? Like, we can agree yeah. on that. He's just older. You know, it's that, it's that thing you fall into where if someone's older than you, you just assume that they know shit, you know? And I'm yeah. saying that as someone who's getting older, and so people ask me shit all the time, but I'm like, why in the world would you think I would know anything? They're like, but you're old. 
<laughs> and then look at Jen- you making no effort i mean come yeah. on you must be ready to die surely you've got some knowledge sir i'm like no i don't and if you call me sir again you're gonna fucking die right now on the sidewalk oh and did you notice that mary had um robert senior in her phone as dad that's what it says on the i didn't notice ID. i did not notice that but yeah interesting so then jenny's talking with dewey and he's like well i think what happened was that someone who potentially was in a marriage that he wanted more children and didn't, was not allowed to have a sister wife may have ratted her out gosh you just got to be kind to the people around you who want things right jenny gosh, right shut up dewey shut up i don't even want to hear dewey on the phone okay i'm still not over dewey get get rid of dewey i can't with dewey so then in the kitchen everyone's gathering and um being so nice they're like oh my god how about you how about you and uh heather's like well there was major tension going on in this group and now we're worried about is if jen's going to jail or not and who's going to get to finish her lifesavers <laughs> yeah and mary's like yeah and and then mary sees uh jenny and they have like sort of like a cold hello and she's like yeah i forgot jenny was even gonna be here i mean i don't want to be bothered with i don't want to be bothered with whitney or jenny so now and uh, Crystal's Chris, like, hi, Crystal's I'm back. Crystal. Welcome to Avanti's Cuvée Chalet. This is Chef Cuvée Cristobal. Okay. And he's like, oh, hello. Here's the food we're going to have. We're going to have Chris, Christ tacos and anything you can think of with Christ in it. Uh, all I can think of right now is toast, uh, which has the st in it. Um, <laughs> otherwise, can't really follow through on that. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Yeah, he like puts out a spread of like sushi and beef tartare and steak and like lamb chops and steak and charcuterie and pasta. Like it was just like one big giant spread. And Heather at one point says, "I'm gonna go eat the barracuda." I don't feel like he served barracuda. Was it like? I think it was a roll. Barramundi or or was a roll? Oh, the barracuda roll or something. Okay. I thought so. I was confused at that moment. I was like, this needs to have a moment of reflection. So, now so Lisa, Mary and Lisa are talking, and Mary's like, "Um, I mean, that took a toll on us. That took a toll. And she's like, I was shocked, shocked. I was so shocked. How about you? And Mary's like, oh, completely, completely. And then Mary tells us, Jen's arrest, I mean, makes me feel that. I mean, terrible. I don't wish pain on anyone. Sometimes you just have it coming, you know? <laughs> I don't wish pain, but also... Sorry. Deserved it. Totally deserved it. Yeah. Yeah. So this is where Mary doesn't even try. She keeps saying something nice and something evil in the same second. <laughs> in the same sentence. So then, Mer- uh, so Mer- so then oh, Meredith sorry, sits down at the table and she's like, well, I've now composed a plate of three pieces of sushi, a side of steak, and a strawberry. Question. What does everybody think? Okay, right, gossip sash. Mm-hmm. And Heather's like, oh my God, I've been waiting for this moment. I'm <laughs> 841. <laughs> I'm like, so Jenny's like, a timestamp for a gossip session. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, with it's, horror it's all, music. They're, they're home. <laughs> I know they're in a luxury place eating luxury food, like laughing. It's like, Whoa! So Jenny's like, well, I think we were all shocked, all shocked and scared. And Mary says, well, you know, I just can't believe you guys had to be involved in that. And Lisa's like, Sarah, that's the only word I can think of. Sarah. Fresh Wolf. Sarah. Oh, that's two more words. Fresh Wolf. Vita. Vita Fresh Wolf. Okay, four words. Surreal Vita Fresh Wolf. That's all I can think about right now. 
I just wrote, they're so fucking sick of talking about this, but they keep making them. So they're like, okay, let's go for another four hours of talking about this. So Whitney's like, want to know what I heard? I heard they had a ping on her phone, and then they arrested her on the side of the road. And Heather's like, they arrested her on the side of the road? She didn't turn herself in? Heather, what? (laughs) What? You said you watched, you said you watched you learn about crime on TV. Like, like when does that ever happen? This honestly? Is, come on now. Come on. So <laughs> she lied like, to your no. face. She lied to your yeah. face that Sharif had bleeding to get the hell out of there. And you think she's just going to turn herself into the feds? Come on. And Whitney's like, no, she was running. And Mary's like, oh, she fleed. She fleed. She fleed for sure. And Heather's like, oh my God, how humiliating. What has she done? So Mary's like, there's so many layers we're just not even knowing yet. And Meredith is like, well, I think if they've done an investigation, they found enough to charge her with, and that's what's happening. I'm like, yes, that's usually how arrests happen. <laughs> that's usually how these kind of arrests happen. They investigated, and then they made an arrest. So, um, uh, so... So they, Mary and Meredith both think this has been going on for years and years. And Jenny's like, yeah, because it's been like since 2012. And Mary, Mary says that she feels betrayed. She's like, I feel like she's reaping. Like what I'm believing in, like what a man said with, like that she's reaping. And she scammed old people that don't have money that can't afford, like with no remorse. I, I never said anything good in her. Never, never. I never saw anything good. And I was scared because I knew what she was capable of. I never saw anything good in her. So I guess the compassion is now run its course. It's gone. Yeah. It's like she's <laughs> pretending that never that, that never even crossed her mind at this point. So Heather's just nodding. Mm-hmm. And Meredith is like, well, I had an issue arise that I very rarely spoken about. And everyone's like, what, Meredith? What, what happened? So then it's Meredith's monologue. She's like, all right, can I get some tape to keep my skin on? Because it's falling off after that. Fucking bath. All right, thanks. So, in late September, I was with my family in New York City. I had eight missed calls from Jen. So, I call her back, and she's like, no, no, we're not. I was just trying to get into your store, and I was banging on the door. And your manager reopened it for me. Yeah, great, right? So then she left, and the manager called me and said, Oh my God, I said, what did she buy? And the manager said she spent a few hundred dollars, but that's not the problem, Meredith. Dun, dun, dun. There is a green clutch that I know was here, and her friends were holding it, and it is gone. And Jenny goes, oh, p.m. So I said to my manager, send her a text and just gently say, did you borrow it? And within 30 seconds, my manager's phone is ringing. And on the other end is, and says, I'll bring the bag back tomorrow. I'm not making it up, girls. I am not making it up. This is a true story about a clutch that went missing. So she's like, well, Jen did not take my bag. But what does bother me is that she kept someone who did take something out of my store in her employment. That is not my friend. 
and I have the screenshots, and I have the video footage. It was seen. It was I can't even do a second rhyme with scene. It's very sad today. My rhyming skills are really terrible. <laughs> but I the point was... I entitled this video package Traumatized, Terrorized, and No Third Word. Let's have a look. So we see this video, and it's her team walking through the store. It's a little tiny store. And looking at a bag and picking it up, and then walking off. And then we see later him just uh bringing it back the next day right we see them leave yeah. and then he brings it back the next day that's and a little like, skinny guy yeah and and, she's, and so samarita so tells the story and they're like you know the clutch oh my god i love those i have three of them and three different colors they're gorgeous they're almost as gorgeous as baby gorgeous but they're just clutch gorgeous okay i love those but i'm thinking to myself do i even know john like i'm thinking could have been an accident like could have been a misunderstanding I don't know. I don't know. No, someone fucking shoplifted from the store. And Jen has some video yeah. someone sent us today. We'll play it tonight on Take a Seat. But it's some video where she's saying, oh, no, it's it's her manager's fault because she gave us everything in bags. So we just took everything. It's like, oh, okay. Okay, Jen. So Mary is like, whoa, this is huge. And Meredith is like, yeah, and there's other red flags. And it's been like, even today, one of my friends mentioned something that my friend told a friend about a friend about traumatized terrorists. She's flagged in the system of Louis Vuitton because she pays in cash. I don't know if it's truth or false, but I'll bring it up on national TV. And he has gossip. And Mary's like, oh, oh. They're all gasping. And Lisa's saying, being, being red flag at Louis Vuitton would be far worse than the feds knocking on my door. <laughs> Yeah, well, sometimes when you start putting puzzle pieces together, you've got to start believing the picture the puzzle is painting. Bottom line. That's <laughs> it's just a... the bottom line. And by the way, when you are putting a puzzle together, the best thing to do is to find the bottom line and go from there. So it really works out. So Heather's, so Heather's like, like, yeah, it's just not consistent because the other night I put her in this Uber, like physically I put her in the Uber and she was on her way. And then I go to check on her progress and she'd gotten out half a mile away at like an intersection. I mean, the women are like, oh my God, that's so weird. Oh, that's so weird. Oh my God. What day was that? Now, by the way, to be fair to Jen Shaw, she also could have been totally weirded out by the Uber driver. But either way, so Lisa's like, what day was that? And like, Heather's like, uh, Wednesday night around 11.30. Hmm, at night. Hmm, K. Hmm, K. Mm-hmm. I don't know like, anything. K. Mm. What time? Where? What was the weather like? What was she wearing? Who was she with? And Whitney's like, why, Lisa, is there something that happened that night? No, no, not to me, at least. And they're like, well, but then to who? And they're all going, what, Lisa, what? What do you have to say? Uh, You know what? I just want to check up with someone to see if they met up with her. And Jenny goes, so you think she's meeting up with another guy? Is that what you're saying? Oh. And Jenny's like, I mean, if you have something to say, just say it. Clearly, you know more than what you portray, you know. So just tell us, okay? Don't tell me what to do. So then Whitney is like, what do you know? She goes, I don't know what happened that night. Like, well, none. <laughs> Whitney, this is the most hilarious part. None of us are safe unless we know the facts. We've all been lied to. We've all been attacked. If we don't share what we know, we are in danger. What if she met with, what if she met with 
Freddy Krueger, and now he's coming for us. We are in danger. You have to tell us so we know whether or not to dream tonight. And Lisa's like, <laughs> starts to cry. <laughs> and that's the end. Dun dun dun. And the next week it just gets crazier. It looks so yeah. good. It looks so good. Well, I hired a private investigator. I just, I have to say, I kind of like, I know I should be the most excited about all the like the real, the real life, the real crime stuff that's happening. But honestly, it was that like petty five minutes at the end about like the shot, the clutch. I love how the clutch. Someone on Jen Shaw's team, shoplifting her clutch, somehow upstaged her like potential thirty years in prison and all these federal crimes. But it's like, but someone on the team stole a clutch, <laughs> and then on top of that, and she got out of an Uber. And yep. she's red flagged at Louis Vuitton. I was like, yes, give me more of this. I know. This is all crazy. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for being here. We'll see you tonight on Take a Seat, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, over on the Green Room app. And uh, go buy your tickets for Crappens Live on sale. Get them at watchwhatcrappens.com. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. Dana C. Dana do. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Ava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. We McLovin, Karen McClelland. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. You don't touch the Nikki Morgan letters. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Better than Tabuli, it's Annie and Julie. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Can't have a meal without the Emily Sides. We will, we will, Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Kristen the Ruby Rubano. Let's go on a bender with with Lauren Fender. We're letting the catlet out of the bag. It's Lily Catlet. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. She's cheese on a bagel. It's Megan Ragel. Mina Coochie Coochie Coochie. Nancy Cease and DeSisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking violet Kuchar. We love you guys.